welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Kelly Sarlo. Kelly Sarlo. I forgot I was supposed to do that. <laughs> and we're the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for listening to this episode, guys. Hope you enjoy. Uh, who isn't hey. already enjoying it? <laughs> How's it going, Kelly? Oh, good. You know what? Um, as you know, we have a vow ceremony coming up in September, and uh, a couple of our friends have offered to, like, graciously offered to do everything that they're good at. Um, so they've cut costs for us in huge ways, and a couple of our friends um, have greenhouses and grow tons of flowers. So they, uh, they asked us if we would just buy some seeds for the baby's breath that we want to have. And cool. I've been learning in this whole process how easy it is to grow your own fresh cut flowers. So now I'm like looking forward to year round bouquets everywhere. Um, so That's I cool. It's like joy is just about to explode all over. Are you guys going to grow the after party favors too? <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking at, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's, too that's awesome that's really cool that that everybody's kind of coming together that's what it's all yeah. about right yeah well if you really loved if you need like um uh a party workout i can put one on for you guys <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That, that's what i have to offer <laughs> so funny. i'm already like oh no there's no peas no proteins involved in my meal <laughs> what is my coach gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give I'll give people a nutrition lesson on on their choices that they're making. <laughs> the, the first rule is that you're not allowed anywhere near the food tent. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you, uh, you, you know you know I'm going to be all over that food tent. <laughs> I know. That'll be great. So, what do you have for us today? Today, I have a topic called analysis paralysis. Um, I'm sure you've heard you heard it before. I use it all the time. I love the term. Um, and how it applies to our journey uh, in different stages of our journey and all throughout our journey. So I'll start off just with kind of my definition. You might have a slightly different definition. I'd love to hear it too. Um, but basically, when I think of analysis paralysis, it's, it is not taking action because we are afraid we don't have something perfect or right. It's, it's being... I don't know if afraid is the right term, but but not not taking the actions, not not creating imperfect action because you're afraid you don't have it right yet. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are your thoughts when you hear analysis paralysis? That's really cool. I actually thought you were going to take it in a slightly different direction because when I hear analysis, I think about taking in information and that people might have a feeling of paralysis because they feel like they don't have all the information. So they might be looking to, you know, consume more, more articles or research or just general information from all different sources in order to make the best decision possible. Cause there's definitely personalities that need almost an overload of information in order to feel like they can make a good decision. Um, and then in the psychology world, perfection paralysis is, is a term that we use when you are so afraid of doing something imperfectly that you don't take an, an action at all to move forward, which is a lot of times when we see uh, depression. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I agree with with everything you're saying there for sure. Um, I think 
I think it's super common. I think, I think we all want to do all the research. We all want to do all the reading. We all want to make sure we get off on the right foot. Um, but the truth is you're never going to do it. <laughs> right. Like even after, even after all these years, we're, we're, I'm still changing my path. I'm still changing and I'm still learning and I'm still taking imperfect action. Yeah. And I think maybe one of the things that we're not yet saying about this is that there isn't one right way to do things. And a lot of people go into these decisions, maybe for example, to join, join a program like this and not realize that this program might be great for now. And then they might need something later on at a different point in their life. If their goals change, if age affects them, if ability affects them. And so this, this idea that I have to make sure this is the perfect decision for me. And it's the thing that's going to be forever and ever is just this um, false belief. Mm. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. So, so what I kind of want to do is, is go through like the different stages of how this can affect you. So what I see really early on in people's journeys is they, they start overthinking things, right? So I think this is what gets a lot of people to the position they're in where they want to create change because they, they overthink ah, it's not the, it's not the perfect time. It's not, uh, it's not the perfect plan. It's not what I, everything's not exactly the way I need it to be. So instead of doing something, or as we always say, something is better than nothing. Uh, instead of doing something, we do nothing instead. And we keep researching, we keep planning, we keep trying to get it right before we get going. And so I often see this in, in the enrollment process for this program is where somebody we get on, we get on the phone, we talk about the whole program. And somebody says, you know what, I, it's, it sounds great. I'm just going to take a couple of days to think it over. And I think it's human nature to kind of think ourselves into oblivion, think, 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 think. And that's just repeating that vicious cycle that got you here in the first place, because you want to, you want to go back and, and I get it, you want to go over the details, and you, you want to make sure that it's, it makes sense for you. But we start to create these reasons it doesn't make sense for us, why it's not going to be the right fit, why it won't work for me, even though it's working for other people. And I'm not just talking about our program specifically. Yeah. This is this is with anything that you're that you're you're looking to join or you're looking to do. If you if you aren't willing to jump in a little bit blind, you you you're not gonna make change. You have to get outside of your comfort zone to make change. Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that I I really appreciate that you're taking this into a broader perspective because students could be listening to this thinking about like oh I'm in decision paralysis over the program that I'm going to go into for my degree um, and I'm sure as you know from right from the time you enter the workforce you can get into this analysis paralysis of do I take a new job versus the one that I know if you know I can't predict how perfect this new job is going to be uh, in terms of a fit for myself. So it, it's good to see how this uh, way of thinking or this mindset or approach can really affect us in all areas of our lives and, and really actually end up sabotaging ourselves. Mm. And I think one of the, the most beautiful things in life that this mindset devastates is trial and error. Yeah, yeah, what totally. What works out wonderfully for you and you like 90% of it and you see like great effects and you learn yeah. something about yourself in the 10% of what yeah. you don't like or what doesn't work for you and you learn that much more about the 90% maybe that you didn't know before 
Yeah, I guarantee this program will not be 100% perfect fit for you or anyone. Yeah. It won't be. And, and none of them will be. And, and I, think the, I think there's two questions you can ask yourself in this situation. What's the best outcome that could come from me doing this? And what is the worst outcome that could come from me doing this? And I think right there, just by, just by weighing those two against each other, it's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. The, the, whatever the decision is you're making. And, and there's going to be times where it's like, yeah, no, I, do, I, sh- I really shouldn't do that because the worst outcome is really bad. <laughs> but um, depending on what you're looking at, like usually the worst outcome is not going to be that big of a deal. It'll be easy to recover from. If you're looking at jumping into that new job or that new career, that new path or that new program, and it doesn't end up being that great, the worst outcome still isn't going to be that bad. You can always pivot from there. Um, so, so then as you get going in your fitness journey, your health and fitness nutrition journey, um, what I want to challenge you all with is taking imperfect action because the worst outcome is rarely ever going to be a bad outcome. Try something, see if you like it, see if it gives you the desired results that you were after and then build off of that. I've been doing this my entire life, my entire health and fitness life anyways. Um, Try a program and give it an honest attempt. Try a nutrition plan and give it an honest attempt. If you want to try keto, who am I to tell you not to try keto? I don't (laughs) think you should, but go try it. (laughs) I love that you stuck that in there. (laughs) Well, you know what? Like This is actually a great reference to a previous podcast that you and I did about what does it mean to be coachable. So when you're saying give it an honest try, you're talking about actually going in with the qualities of saying, I'm open to this, I'm open to learning. And it's another piece that I wanted to touch on, which is surrender right? Like if you, if you think that you're going to join any program whatsoever and that you have to be the master of all of it, why are you looking for a coach, right? You're not surrendering to the coach's process. You're not even learning about the process. You're still thinking I have to be in control of this entire thing, which is the complete opposite of the point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's not as if you were buying a lifetime membership into something either, right? And I don't think there's anything in this world probably that we should buy lifetime memberships except for maybe like pour the ice cream or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, but like realistically, even if you love something and it feels 100% perfect today, it might not be in two, three, four, five years, two, three, four, five months. That's okay. You have to be able to pivot on this journey if you're going to be successful long-term. And, and that's not to say you should be always trying new things because that is also a common mistake. But give it an honest attempt, like we said. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't be trying something new after a week, a month, probably even two months. You should give it a few months to actually see if it is giving you the desired outcome. And then do a real assessment. Is this good for me? Is this not good for me? What can I take away from this that's good for me? What can I take away from this that isn't good for me? And move forward, right? Um, I, that, that kind of circles back to another big, big issue, though, where people try to change the past too, too often. And we don't see any progress as a result of that. The, the truth is, especially in fitness, nutrition too really uh but but especially in fitness the same stuff that's been working for 30 years is still working today 
and it's not it's not rocket science it's not like these new machines you see come out these new exercises you see come out if they haven't already been invented if they haven't already been in play they're probably not going to be better it's okay to play around with that stuff and experiment see if you like it but the best stuff is still working and it will continue to work bananas lumped in that same stuff is always working the bananas you said yeah Yeah. (laughs) of course of course it is it it is it really does apply to nutrition too right like if we if we look at the core of all of it every everybody can benefit from protein fruits and vegetables and whole foods proteins fruits vegetables whole foods in general if we if we all followed that rule alone we would have a much different society, a much different diet culture, a much healthier society. If we just focused on eating more proteins, fruits, vegetables, whole foods in general. Um, I, I often get approached with the idea that, do you think I should try a plant-based diet? Well, if you want to go ahead, I think we should all eat more plant-based. I don't think you need to go all the way to one extreme just because you believe in that. Um, it doesn't need to be 100% or 0%. Mm-hmm. I think anybody increasing their plant-based approach, anybody increasing their protein a little bit, their fruits and vegetables a little bit, their water intake a little bit, like all of these things are things we should be striving for. Mm-hmm. Cool. Can I go back to, so the idea of analysis paralysis, I'm thinking too, as people are making the decisions uh, you know, to leap into a program, a job, whatever your decision might be, um, oftentimes we don't challenge our own assumptions, right? So, you know, they say to you, I'm going to take the night or two or the weekend to think about it. Well, just because you think something doesn't mean it's true, right? We can't trust or believe everything that we think. So you might, you know, idealize something that... I shouldn't say idealize, you might brainstorm something that won't work out and not realize you're making an assumption about how the program works or what is even expected of you. And so you start making these quote unquote decisions based off of not real information. And because we don't realize that we're making these assumptions, we don't turn them into questions for the coach or the person Mm. who's, who's telling you about the program that you're about to do. Um, And I think that can really hurt us. That's, that's really, really important that you said that. Um, often, oftentimes I will hear, I need, okay, great. This all sounds amazing. I love it. I'm 100% in. I just need to think about it. And then it's like, okay, hold on. You, you just said you're 100% in. What do you need to think about? Oh, I just need to think. Well, <laughs> the only possible outcome that comes from that is that you think yourself out of something that right now you believe is a good fit for you. Yeah, and, and maybe this is a really great time to say, like, this is very different that, than um, if you're on Google and you're researching uh, a program that's strictly online and you can purchase it right then and there and you're going to download the files, that's very different than going through an enrollment call, talking with a coach to see if it's right for you, going through a vetting process to make sure you're both a good fit for each other. Like, maybe if you're looking at the Google search and going, okay, I need to think about this for a minute, maybe you're an impulsive person and the taking a pause to evaluate this decision that you're making is a really great thing right totally. good choice on your on your your end 
if you're talking enrollment call and you're asking questions to the coach, we're doing the thinking together. You walking away from that process is then what you're talking about, where you're about to think your way out of it. Yeah, and and I don't even have a problem with the thinking process if they're, like you said, there are actual thoughts that need to be completed. Right. Like if it's just like, I want to, this feels like it's perfect. Let me think about it. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, If you're like, I want to talk with my spouse about this and see if it fits our lifestyle. Okay. That makes sense. If you're like, I need to look at my finances, see if it's a good financial commitment. Well, that makes sense. But if you just want to think about something and you don't, you can't really complete that sentence. You can't complete what you specifically want to think about you're probably looking to create, even subconsciously, you're probably creating an escape plan because you're fearful that it might not be a good fit for you, that you might not succeed. But just like you said, Kelly, like we need to, we need to put that on the line. We need to talk about that. We need to address that before we make that, that decision to go think Yeah, because I, you know, even if you do sign up for it, I think if that is your approach, if that's kind of your protocol, let's say, um, you're already breaking communication with a potential coach, which likely means that even if you enter into the program, there's going to be some withdrawing, there's going to be some withholding of communication, which is really difficult, difficult, pardon me, for both the coach and yourself to navigate if you're not going to, like you said, put it all on the table. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, you know, if someone is honestly listening to this and thinking like, oh my God, I said that. And all I was doing was thinking, am I truly going to commit to this? Do I really like realistically see myself following through and committing to this? Well, that's a question or a statement that you could actually still make to that potential coach and be like, look, the only thing I'm waffling on here is I don't know if I'm going to make the commitment. I don't know if I want to make these sacrifices again. Here's a conversation where we get to ask you some great questions. Okay, what's the obstacle? What, what do you feel yourself resisting? What feels like it's too much for you? And then we get to break that down into further steps so you can go, oh, that's actually a lot more simple than I thought. Totally. And, and that circles back to our last conversation about being coachable too, right? Like if you, if you don't think you can commit or it isn't a good time in your life or you don't think you're going to be able to open up and communicate, then no, it isn't a good fit. I'm not saying that it has to be a good fit for everybody. But if you get to the point in any decision where you're like, this is 100% perfect, this is what I need, this is a solution for me, mm-hmm. and then you still go on to think it over, you're creating that, that continued problem of analysis paralysis. I'm going to think about this more and not take action. I'm going to think about this more and not take action. And it's just, it's just a vicious, vicious cycle. Yeah. That was a great topic. I hope, I hope a lot of people are reflective uh, on their thinking and decision-making process. Good. Circle back to those two questions I gave to you. When you're going to make that decision after you've done the background work and you get to that point where you're like, yeah, this, this, this is a decision that I need to make now. What is the best possible outcome? What is the worst possible outcome? That, that should help give some clarity in a lot of situations. Yeah, that's excellent. Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to cover today. We did it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> don't be afraid to take imperfect action, guys, on your journey. You can always, always change paths down the road. Nothing you decide today needs to be set in stone for the rest of your life.
In fact, like, is it fair to say that we hope it isn't, that it's never the thing you're going to do for the rest of your life? We're dynamic human beings, right? We Yeah, I mean, to some extent, like, my my plan as of right now is for my workouts to basically stay the same for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I will do the same exercises in a different battery of, of order and and sets and reps and schemes but it i will always have the same foundation of exercises that i do for the rest of my life well but that's the difference right so when people get into that all or nothing you know change or this is going to stay the same forever mentality you're still talking about variety you're still talking sure. about making minor minor changes sure. to adjust for different needs and adjust for boredom because again yeah dynamic human being so even at that the same workout isn't technically the same workout forever. True. true so so on a macro I'm going to do the same the same exercises and eat the same foods but on a micro it will change right I'm always going to prioritize fruits vegetables protein and whole foods but I'll make different recipes with them and I'll, I'll try different things and 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 yeah you're, you're absolutely right I think that I think that'll resonate with a lot of people. Yeah, and hopefully it gives people hope too to know that like, oh, okay, so long as I have a good foundation, I'm actually, you know, on good footing essentially. If I don't have that foundation, I need to go find someone or something who can give that to me. And then I can trust myself to make those minor changes throughout life. Yeah, 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 that's a great point. Okay, well, if you guys... If you guys took something away from this, I'd be curious to hear uh, what what it was that really resonated with you or what you found valuable. Um, or if you have any questions or, or um, you want to kind of you want to kind of dig into this a little bit or give a different viewpoint, I'd also like to do that with you. So feel free to let us know if you listen to this. Um, Kelly, leave them with a tip. Okay, so summer, summer is basically here. We're in really great weather. So I just wanted to remind people to repurpose your tea. Um, you know, it's something that keeps us cozy and warm in the winter. We can take that tea and pop it into uh, the icicles or the popsicle little uh, holders. We can even add fresh fruit and chunks of, well, chunks of fruit if you want to, not just berries. Um, and that's a really nice treat in the summer to keep you cool and still stay, stay healthy and cut down on sugar. Cool. I like that. I love tea. So I drink tea all year round. So that, that's a really cool tip. Awesome. Okay, guys, hope you liked it. Share it with your friends, rate it, comment. We'll see you on the next one.